What are some warning signs for you that you may be engaging in ineffective validation seeking behavior? For me, it feels like lack of control and a lot of anxiety in my body. So I get like signals that I'm doing the same thing or I'll feel like I'm repeating the same behaviors. I used to beat myself up and be like, I'm back to the beginning of my healing. So I recognize what's happening and I feel it in my body. And so I started to take some distance from those as signals and cycles um, and started to say that I'm not back at the beginning of my healing, but here I am sitting in these cycles. One of the ways that I know that I'm seeking validation is when I start to notice that I'm increasing my social media usage and I'm comparing myself to others a lot and thinking, oh, look at their lives and look at what they're doing and what about what I'm doing and what about me and what about what I look like and all this stuff. Um, also, in terms of like in my body, for me, it's really related to feeling like a void inside. And then it's like the negative self-talk and I will start inside my head. Um, you know, I'm not good enough. Well, who do you think you are? Why you're a failure? La, 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 la. And when it really gets into the, like, I need reassurance, I will actually say it out loud and I will, and I notice it now and I'm like, hang on a minute, what are we doing? Because I'll just, my husband will be walking past and I'll be like, look, I'm so fat. <laughs> you know, but of course it's for him to tell me, no, you're not fat, you know? And that's when I notice, okay, red flag. Like, I mean, you know, I'll be like, am I okay? Am I doing okay? Um, um, I, am I pretty? Are you sure? Do you really love me? No, but no, but why do you love me? So yeah, these kind of questions, which are obviously absolutely loaded with please validate my feelings and, and me as a human. Before I say this, it's it's not like I'm sitting there consciously creating this scenario. It's It's been years of sort of conditioning, but I would like become kind of like a damsel in distress so that someone I care about can come in and save me and show that I have value, right? So one of the things that I noticed about myself that is a big, is a big warning sign is suddenly feeling less capable. Like when I'm around certain people from whom... I like want validation. I, I've really infantilized myself, like made myself into someone who can't do things. When I hear myself think this now, I sound bananas, but it was like, I did not believe that I had any value other than people helping me. Like I didn't have enough to contribute on my own. If I wasn't helpless, people weren't rescuing me from myself. Then what the heck what, did I have? I'm fascinated because it's exactly the opposite. It's like the opposite cause leading to the same, you know, outcome. So for me, I always help other people. I only feel like I'm worthy if I'm bending over backwards to help other people and to be everything for everybody and to not need anything and to not ask for anything. So I, if I was like hurting around other people, I wouldn't say it. That's how I am now. And that that's from that mm. old. So it's like, it's certain people, like certain people in my family bring out the pathetic side of me. But like around all the people that I know now, I only embody these two extremes. It's like, I'm either a pathetic mess so that you come help me, or I am perfect so that you come to me. If people don't come to me to help them solve their problems, I'm like, why are you talking to me? I don't have anything else to give you. I don't mean that in like a, like go away, but it makes me anxious. What am I supposed to do? If you're not saving me or I'm not saving you, 
I have no idea what to talk about. It's like at a party, like, what do I do with my hands? Like one time I showed up to a party and they weren't ready. And I was excited. I'm ashamed to admit I was excited because that gave me something to do. I was able to help rescue this party that wasn't done. And it, but that's embarrassing because like, why should I, why am I happy that they were distressed, right? It was like, I have, I have something to do. I think for me, there are three main warning signs. I relate to feeling the void space. And I also usually feel a sense of paralysis. I'm not able to deal with the things that specifically relate to what I'm seeking validation for. So an example that I might have is uh, after I'd moved to Brazil, I was finishing up my MA thesis or my final project for the master's program. And I'd had such a difficult relationship with the person that I worked with. And the comments were often very invalidating and not super pleasant that I just we actually got to a point where I did not do the edits. And I just said, this is it. Just take take it, <laughs> take it. Give me the grades. Fine. I don't care. I just need to be done with this program now. And that's kind of an example of that kind of paralysis. So that was a big indicator to me that like I was seeking kind of toxic levels of validation. My my worth, my ability as, as a scholar doesn't come from whether one prof thinks everything is immaculate in this 30-page document that's been written, right? There could be a lot of errors in it and there could be some good stuff. And I intentionally ignored everything that she said was decent in it and just hyper-focused on everything that was bad. Um, and outside of that, I have bouts of depression and get very low when I'm kind of at toxic levels, you know, toxic levels of validation seeking. And I think it also tends to be a time where I have more conflicts with friends and I split more easily. Uh, splitting being like they're either all all great or all bad. Um, and in normal context, normal situations, I don't tend to struggle with that too much. But in these kinds of moments... Uh, tends to be really active. It's like I feel like I, my whole world is falling apart. I can't trust anyone. I don't know who my friends are. And it's like, well, if they don't say this one thing about this one thing, then they hate me. And it's weird because it feels like a complete 180 from where I actually am most of the time. And it can be kind of scary because it makes you feel like you're, you've gone back to square one. <laughs> and you haven't, but it makes you feel like that at least. For me, there's a few different ways that I can tell that I'm looking too hard for validation. Um, so one of them is if I'm making choices that to the point where I don't even recognize myself and I'm doing stuff that just doesn't feel right. That's how I know that I'm I'm too reliant, reliant on other people and their approval. So that's the main way that I know is if I can't even recognize myself. But the other one is if I constantly need compliments um, and it's usually I need compliments from the people who are closest to me. And it sucks <laughs> because it makes me feel conceited and it makes me feel like a loser if I don't always get people telling me that I'm great and I hate it. And that's when I know I need to do some self-care basically to kind of get steady again with that. Mo, I have a question for you. Yes. Because you're talking about needing compliments. And I'm and I'm just curious, 
when you get them, do you feel like you're able to accept them? <laughs> no, I I don't accept them because then I I lie to my or I tell myself like, well, they're they're lying. They're just saying that to be nice or, um, you know, they don't really mean it. Like, yeah. So, no, yeah. that's a good point, too. That's a really good point is I don't believe compliments even when I get them. So, well, that's why I was asking, because I feel like <laughs> I'm the same way. It's like I want, you know, I want I want people to to give me compliments, but like it depends on the compliment. But there are some that I just don't. I don't accept. Well, yeah, you know, in my mind, it's like I know the darkest thoughts that I have. Yeah, I know the meanest things I've said or thought to myself. And I'm like, I'm really not that good. You really, you really just don't, you don't know. You haven't seen in here. You, you don't know how dark and twisted it is. You wouldn't say that if you knew. Yeah. My problem is comparison. If someone says something nice to me, I'm like, oh, well, I could be a lot better. Look at these other people. They're doing so much better, you know? So I think that's where that's why I brush off compliments, you know, because I could be better. I could be like them, you know? Yeah, it's brutal. The biggest problem um, I had myself for so long was comparing and comparing. And I read this book this year. And for me personally, it was like mind blowing. It's called The Courage to Be Disliked. And it was all around this principle of cooperation and that we only have the tools that we individually have as people. And it was all around when one goes to this place to compete versus look at what one has, but look at others as what they have as separation of tasks. So essentially, so Len, every single person in this chat has what they have and I have what I have. There's nothing that we can do by wishing and wishing to be someone else, even by looking at the lens of somebody else might have this and this, but the idea is that the things that we feel inferior about become complexes if we don't look at them as ways of being motivated by them. So I lived for so long in wishing to have what someone has instead of looking at, looking at it as motivation. So being like, I'm really inspired by Mo because she's amazing and she has all these amazing qualities and starting to learn about the people and the things they had that I was jealous about and flipping them. And so for so long, I was so upset going online, so upset when someone didn't like me or getting angry at myself instead of just using it as discovery tool and flipping it. And that for me, because my parents and I grew up in a very invalidating environment, you're so sensitive you're so this, you're so, a lot of blaming. I was never able, I was so confused by my emotions. And that what Zanny was talking about before, even going to my husband some days and reverting back to when I was a child, I I had to even, I have to name those some days and be like, I feel like a child right now who needs love. And 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 then going, you know what? I I understand that because I was so confused and I just needed someone to validate that. And now going, you know what, because I wasn't validated, I have to understand those emotions and then turn them and then now understand what I can do with them. And some days I'm angry and that's okay. And some days I'm jealous and that's okay. But why? And understanding it. And that's kind of why I wanted to say that piece because it's been profound to have that courage 
But still, though, I feel like it's hard to have that courage. And it is hard. The conditions we create when we seek validation at toxic extremes almost create the preconditions that somebody is gonna compliment us and probably not mean it because they're so done with us <laughs> driving them up the wall about something, right? If we're close to, if it's somebody we're close to, right? Uh, I don't know, uh, a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whoever, a partner saying, do you really love me? And we've been together for like 10 years, <laughs> you know, they, and they get like, it's like, bro, really? You know, <laughs> um, and that's what's so vicious about some of these things, right? And so painful about them is that just by feeling the need to be validated, we can sometimes create these conditions where we get the exact opposite of what we genuinely need. And we ignore maybe the, the, the genuine expressions of validation. 